This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Arkells, the epitome of not forgetting where you come from, that band. I, I got to tell you, Hamilton, uh, you are fortunate to have Arkells as part of your community on the weekend, having the rally, of course, at Tim Hortons Field, big outdoor show. Also, they do the bike ride to the rally. I love that little tradition they got going beforehand. Mm-hmm. They, they ride their bikes <laughs> with, uh, with fans to uh to the show and the big unveiling happened as well in woodlands park arkell's uh refurbishing a basketball court making it like high quality have you seen it jim have I you have. seen the aerial view it's, it looks so cool with the lightning bolt across it yeah it looks like something out of like new york city or something like that they got a lot of outdoor courts it's really nice so uh nick nurse was on hand super fan nav was there and they officially opened the rally court in woodlands park here is uh, this is from the global news story this is max talking to the crowd about what makes this court so great and then talking to global news about why he loves hamilton and loves going to a good old park in chicago new york la those glass backboards if you're a hooper you know you want a glass backboard you don't want that industrial great stuff that happens in most parks i believe now correct me if i'm wrong i believe this is the first court in hamilton with a glass backboard so let's it's so cool to see so many people from the community out and about just enjoying the space together, you know? Nothing makes me happier than, like, a busy park. <laughs> and to see so many kids just shooting hoops is just the coolest. Yeah, it looks like an awesome place to play some basketball. Absolutely. Glass backboards. <laughs> I didn't know there was a big difference, but I guess, I guess the ball probably does come off glass a lot different than it does steel or whatever else is up there. Wood. You were complaining about the rally court, though, Jim. No, What's your I only problem? have one issue. What's I have your one problem, issue. buddy? It looks Relax. beautiful. It's fine. It's great. <laughs> I have one issue, and I think a street ball court has to have chain mesh. That's just me, but I know it's expensive. So I just, I just, I don't know. I love that, that I like sound the chain, they make, yeah. but I also see how people would probably steal the mesh and, you know. I, I'm worried about the whole thing. Uh, we talked about London, Ontario had a story a couple weeks ago. They um, had a tank that is in Victoria Park, downtown London, Ontario, that got refurbished. And they basically rebuilt this World War II tank that is in Victoria Park, downtown London, to honor veterans um, from the ground up. They rebuilt this thing. It was in the park. They had a security guard out there the first week it was in the park. As soon as the security guard was gone, somebody got up there with a grinder and vandalized it. And I'm just hoping these glass backboards, man, I hope they're as resilient and durable as that other stuff because I'd hate to see some jerk ruin it for everybody mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like it looks so great it, it, please respect the work that was done here and keep it nice yeah we're all we're all using it let's prove we can have nice things i want to hang out at the rally court and see if i can discover the next great nba player like adam sandler does in that new movie <laughs> what <laughs> Is that a new movie? I haven't seen Have you that. not watched Hustle on Netflix, no. Jim? Oh, I, w- I was off sick last week. I watched everything on Netflix. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, you hang out at the outdoor court and you look for that, that one diamond in the rough player that okay. you can you can start training and then you get them to the NBA and 
You make some money <laughs> together. So you're not being weird. You're scouting. I'm just scouting. <laughs> I'm just, that's why I'm hanging out at the park all the time. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Saturday night, years in the making after a couple year hiatus because of COVID. The rally returned to Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. Arkells put on a hell of a show. Jim Kelly, you were there. You had a blast. Yeah, I did. It was uh, it was quite the night. They had so many people at Tim Hortons Field. It was wild. Uh, so like they got both sides of the stadium filled like filled with people. So there's you both went sides. To the first rally, I did. Yeah, yeah. Attendance wise, were there more people at this rally? Would you say? Um, about the same. I couldn't tell, but I think at one point Max on stage says this is the biggest show we've ever played. So I think attendance wise, this this may have been like their biggest show of all. And I don't know how many it holds over ten thousand people at Tim Hortons Field. So I I don't know how many people were there, but it felt massive. Felt huge. And uh, we were sitting in the stands, but the GA uh, like the floor seats were just bumping. Uh, a lot of uh, who were you with, Sarah, your fiance? Yeah, yeah. I had some friends down in the GA, but there's a lot of tassels in the crowd, you know, because Max has that one jacket. It looks like a Macho Man Randy Savage jacket, and the tassels are hanging off. Of course, and it's also Pride Month, so there's like a lot of rainbow tassels just around, like you can get at the dollar store. So yeah, like everybody you're, you're was wearing them. You're seeing them on every corner this <laughs> month, right? Rainbow tassels rainbow as far tassels as the here, eye can rainbow see. Tassels there but uh yeah they uh uh they put on a great show I have a little some some audio here and one of the one of the parts that blew me away was as the sun was setting and the and it got dark so you got like thousands and thousands of people they all hold up their cell phones during the acoustic performances it's and it just fun, seems right? like the starry night yeah it was really good Like a campfire sing along with. It was great. And they have the T stage that goes like in, like the runway that goes into the crowd. You know why they have that? Why? Tie cats. Oh! T for tie cats. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I should have saw the aerial view. Then they did some fun covers too because they got the horn section. So why not do any. I'm going to say Stevie Wonder? Rick James? Give it to my baby. Who sings that? I think I it's know. a Rick James, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Success, though. You would give the concert a Jim Kelly thumbs up. Yes, and I would highly advise everybody to go to Rally 3, which inevitably seems like it's going to happen. They got to do it. Why not? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, you got uh, you got a funny story from the weekend or yeah. something happened to one of your buddies? Yeah, he texted me last night. I just saw it this morning, though, but he was uh, he's kind of seeing this new girl, and he went over to her house last night, and he shows up, and her dad and her stepmom are there and she's crying Uh oh! so he's like what's wrong she's like i can't find my dog she's got some sort of dog anyway she's like he's, he got out somehow we can't find him so my buddy the stepmom and dad that he's never met before i think oh this is the first meeting I think with so. the parents and this girl they start wandering around the neighborhood and they start yelling the dog's name let's say the dog's name is billy i don't know billy billy come billy are you there billy they look for an hour Eventually, they head back to the house to regroup. They find the dog in the back seat of the car in the garage. Yeah. So I think maybe she like drove home, maybe had some groceries or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and was going to come back for the dog, got distracted by a phone call or something. Couldn't figure out where the dog was, thought the worst. Do that with my kids all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that reminds me of another story. 
that you've told. Didn't you lose your dog once and it was in the crate the whole time? You had it in the basement, yeah. His little doggy cage? Yeah. But at least you had an excuse. Yeah, I was stoned out of my face, yeah. On legal marijuana. (laughs) No, it was illegal back then, so... Smoking some illegal marijuana, you got a little confused. Illegal. You were in the backyard yelling for Bruce, right? Well, I ran to the next door park <laughs> and was asking people pushing strollers. Have you seen a black lab? But yeah, uh, that was not a shining moment. Of at my least, life. at least you have an excuse. But it's not really. I mean, it's still stupid. But I tell you, it was worth it. The sense of relief you get when you know your dog is fine, it's all worth the embarrassment because, like, you think the worst Yeah. immediately. The best, best case scenario is that you're embarrassed. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you never see your dog. 100%. Again. Yeah, I'll take the other. I want to see your peacock. peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Nothing much. Uh, nice, Just a nice Monday here. How about you? Yeah, a little of this, a little of that. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, we could talk about your Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. How about that? Oh, they're my Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche? <laughs> <laughs> we know they're not your Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Well, I was conflicted because I predicted Tampa Bay, but in my heart of hearts, I wanted Colorado. So I'm happy, but also sad. I just, I'm just glad the NHL season's over so I can go back to just cheering for the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to be right, but also it's nice to see the team that eliminated your team from the playoffs <laughs> lose. <laughs> it is. And it's uh, really nice to see, I mean, the Colorado Avalanche, when you think about their whole progression over the past 21 years since they last won a Stanley Cup, it's pretty cool. They bottomed out, they built it back up, and now they're Stanley Cup champions. You've got their coach, Jared Bednar, who has now won at the ECH level, the AHL level, and the NHL level, so he's won everywhere Mm -hmm. he's gone. Who scored the Stanley Cup winning goal? Arturi Lekkinen scored the game winner. The final score in this one was only 2-1. I mean, there have been so many high-scoring games in this series. A couple went to overtime. This one was very tight. 2-1 was the final score. Nathan McKinnon scored first. Arturi Lekkinen scored uh, second for Colorado, and that was all they needed. Kale McCarr won the Conn Smythe. This guy, you know, last week won the Norris Trophy. He is on the fast track to legendary status at this point. And there's also a really cool story uh, for Nazem Kadri, London native, of course. Uh, and he, a month ago, was the subject of death threats from St. Louis Blues fans after he was involved in a collision that left uh, their goalie injured. He came back right after that, had a hat trick. In this series, it looked like he wasn't going to play. He broke uh, uh, his finger, his thumb. Uh, he came back and was able to play. So an, an awesome uh, end to the series for Nazem Kadri as well. Some sad news. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm being dramatic, but Corey Perry. This is three finals in a row he's been to, and he's lost all three. How much more time does Corey Perry have in the league? Well, he's got. A, he was signed a two-year contract with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, so he's going to be back in Tampa Bay next year. And uh, I think he's still got some time. I mean, he was a very effective member of the team after the uh, game last night. Steven Stamkos was saying, "We're not done just because we lost this series doesn't mean we're going anywhere." So hmm. I would expect him and Tampa Bay to be right back where they were this year, next year. 
And don't feel too bad for Corey Perry. He has basically won everything you can win in hockey, including a Stanley Cup. Corey Perry has won a Stanley Cup, a Memorial Cup. He's won World Junior Gold. He's won World Championship Gold and Olympic Gold. So uh, Corey Perry is doing just fine. Well, congratulations to the Stanley Cup champions, my Colorado Avalanche. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Deb. Five seconds to go. Up it comes to the line. Colorado has won the Stanley Cup. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Alexander Ovechkin. Oh, boy. Like this guy, he he can do it all. Did you see him playing... uh, a little football on the weekend, a little soccer over there in Russia. I did. I was very impressed with his performance. I don't know how many minutes he put on uh, on the field, but he at least played for the first 12 minutes. I know that because he signed a one-day contract. It must have been a novelty just for a joke or what, just promotion. But it's with a like a, a legit team called FC Dynamo Moscow, a professional team. So he's playing, uh, you know, 10 minutes in. He The, the highlights include him uh, going shoulder to shoulder with a guy who looks a foot smaller than him. Like, he looks absolutely yeah, he massive, looks massive out there compared to the soccer player. So he goes shoulder to shoulder with a guy on the other team. The guy tries to, like, bump him off the ball. Like, hitting a brick wall. Goes flying. Ovechkin still peels up the sideline. And eventually, the ball's, like, just outside the 18-yard box. His teammates pass it around. One-timer to Ovi. He strikes it. With his left foot, I don't know if he's left-footed or right-footed, but he strikes it with his left foot, bottom corner, puts it in the net. He scores his first time playing professional soccer 10 minutes into the game. Do you think this is like when Vladimir Putin plays hockey, though? No, because Ovechkin can't order somebody to kill you. But he is friends with Putin. <laughs> okay, so he could ask Putin to order somebody to kill you. Yeah, I think. I, like, do you think the other teams were? Was it set up? Were no, they making it, Ovi look good? I mean, you this think was, that, there's a legitimate goal. I think this was li- likely an exhibition. I, like, I find it hard to believe it would be a real league game. But, but you're but, a soccer guy. Your keen soccer eye tells you that is a legitimate goal. The the goaltender didn't hold back. No, he dove for it. They, and the didn't, other, they didn't let him score on purpose. I don't I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe they're brilliant marketers. I don't know. But I, I think the other team doesn't want to let a hockey player score on you. You look like a scrub, right? You're like, how how easy is soccer? Some guy from another sport can just come in and score 10 minutes into the game. So I, I, I'm sure the other team is not very pleased it happened because most people probably never heard the name of that team. Now they're the team that got scored against. Or scored on by, by Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin. Right. And it's funny, too, because he scored the goal from the left side of the pitch, and it was a one-timer. That's exactly how he scores 90% of his goals on the hockey rink. Should have seen it coming. I know. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Taz and Jim joined by our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Basketball. This is uh, some interesting signing down there in Los Angeles. Some up-and-coming players are now on the Lakers roster. The LA Lakers have signed two guys with famous last names, the sons of Scottie Pippen and Shaquille O'Neal. Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen Jr. have uh, both signed two-way contracts with the Lakers. Uh, They'll be playing in the G League and the NBA, depending on how things uh, shake out. What's really cool about Scottie Pippen Jr. is he played in high school with Bronny, LeBron's son, so LeBron is now going to be playing basketball with one of his son's former teammates. 
I look forward to the day where I can hang out with my son's friends. (laughs) (laughs) Not fun right now. You know, when I'm 60 and they're 19, we're going to have a ton of fun together. (laughs) Hey, this is one step closer to LeBron's goal. He said his last season in the NBA, he wants it to be uh, as a teammate with his son, Bronny. And to be able to do that would be awesome. I mean, I, I immediately think of Ken Griffey Jr. playing with his uh, father, Ken Griffey Sr. on the Mariners. But if I was going to bet with anybody that LeBron is going to be uh, playing with his son, I would bet it all because I think he's going to make it happen. Have you ever had uh, kids playing against each other? Like, what if LeBron and Bronny are playing against each other in the playoffs? Then, Ooh, be uh, like Gemini, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could happen. I mean, uh, you've always you've, you've had brothers play against one another. Yeah. You've had uh, fathers and sons. I mean, it's, it's ha- it it doesn't happen, you know, uh, uh, all the time. But it has happened before, and I'm sure it'll happen again. Sharif O'Neal, how big is he compared to his dad? What's his stature like? He is six foot ten, so he's pretty close. I mean, Shaquille was at seven one, and Sharif is six ten. God, that's one hell of an undertaking, eh? God bless the woman who agrees to have children with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come out full size, yeah, bad, thankfully. You're praying for a you're praying for a C section. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Saw an interesting story about Metallica online last week. Uh, Kirk Hammett was talking about when the band performed at San Quentin Prison back in 2003. It was a music video shoot for St. Anger. Mm -hmm. And one of the notorious inmates at that prison was quite ticked off that he wasn't able to see Metallica perform at the prison. Uh, Richard Ramirez the Night Stalker. Have you heard of the Night Stalker? I have. Yeah, There's serial a, killer. Yeah, serial killer is a good documentary on Netflix about the Night Stalker. Richard Ramirez, huge Metallica fan. According to the guards, he was pacing in his cell on death row, just so angry that Metallica was in the building. He could hear them, <laughs> like muffled through the wa- cell wall. Yeah, but he wasn't allowed to go and watch like a, a lot of the other inmates were. Oh man, what did he do wrong? I mean, like it's like the world's out to get him. Yeah, come on, c- c- give him a break. This is what. Uh, Kirk Hammett says, when we played San Quentin Prison, he was on death row. He could hear us. Guards say he was pissed off, pacing in his cell. He gave the guards his subscription copy of a magazine with us on the cover. And on the mail tag, it said, Richard Ramirez, San Quentin Prison. I still have that magazine, not to glorify the guy. He did some horrible crimes. You can subscribe to magazines when you're on death row? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> what, like, I can see having access to the, the library, you know, and you're reading old magazines, sure. but we're paying to give you brand new magazines, or at least the American taxpayers are? Who knows who's paying for it? Maybe he has to work, uh, work it off somehow. I don't Maybe. know. But I didn't realize that you could have a, like, a personalized... Reader's Digest subscription yeah. if you wanted when you get sent to prison. Like Charlie Manson has his own good housekeeping subscription just because he's wants to keep tabs on the outside world. I like the, this form of punishment, though. What? For the worst of the worst, you find out who their favorite band is and you get them to play on the other side of the wall so they... <laughs>
are tortured knowing that they're this close to seeing, yeah. you know, like the son of Sam. Sure, you, sure. You get Hall of, Hall and Oates in the building. We know he was a big fan of the song Rich Girl. Yeah. Apparently yeah, yeah. it was on his turntable when they when they uh, stormed Berkowitz's apartment there. <laughs> Charlie Manson, you get yeah. the Beach Boys to perform. Mm-hmm. He can hear him through the cell wall. Yeah, Can't yeah. Can't see him. Lethal injection. Too kind. You got to hire the band and have them play next door. Cruel and unusual punishment. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. A warning for the Taz and Jim listeners. Apparently there is a, an umbrella that Costco was selling that is exploding or catching <laughs> fire or something, Jim? Yeah, I don't know if exploding is the right term, but certainly... <laughs> like a nuclear bomb. It certainly has been catching on fire, though. This is a specific 10-foot solar LED market umbrella is what they call it. Sun Villa is the name brand. 32,000 of them have been sold at Costco. That's a lot. It is a lot. It's actually because it's a good idea. This umbrella itself is a solar-powered umbrella. So what does that mean? Well, basically, it's like a patio umbrella. So it sits it on your patio. There's a solar panel on the top of it. It absorbs the sun. And then at night, when the sun goes down, there's lights underneath the umbrella. It lights up the patio table. I better call Mama Taz. I don't know if she bought it at Costco, but she's got something very similar in her backyard. Yeah, I saw she, a picture of it. It's a great idea. Lights. Yeah, the lights along the... Like the, the string uh, lights. I don't think they're string lights. They're built into the uh, like the the stems of the umbrella. The spokes. The spokes. Sure. Yeah. 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 They don't hang down. They're no. Built yeah. Maybe in. I'm not thinking string lights. I'm thinking like the, what people have on their apart uh, apartment uh, patio railing. That's like it's like a string rope light. Rope light. That's the one. That's what it looks like. So what is catching on fire? It's the lithium ion battery, of course, that seems to be catching on fire in every product they're in. Uh, so basically it may overheat. It's been in the sun all day, posing a fire and burn hazard. So they uh, issued the recall on June 23rd. At least one re- four reports of the umbrella catching on fire. One report of smoke inhalation injury. Just oh kind of odd that you were sitting around the fire that long. <laughs> you just inhaled enough smoke. But they're saying you can actually detach the solar panel from the umbrella, so it may actually still be usable. They're saying take the solar panel off for sure. Get it out of the sun. Do not try to charge it because uh, it also could start on fire if you just try to charge it with the AC adapter. We'll post a picture in the recall on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you're thinking you might have one of these umbrellas. Detach the the solar panel, but then you're not getting what you paid for. They've got a pretty good return policy yeah. at Costco. I think if you go in there and say, "Hey, I got one of those exploding umbrellas," <laughs> they'll probably do right by you. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Colorado Avalanche have summited the peak. They are at the top after their uh, Game 6 victory over Tampa Bay, won the Stanley Cup last night. It's always fun to hear the hometown radio call, right? Mm-hmm. This is via Altitude Sports Radio in uh, in Colorado. Listen. Ten seconds now. Four check here from Kale McCarr. It's all the way at the other end of the ice. Four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. It's over! Uh, they did it! They did it! The job is done! The Colorado Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions! And they will lift Lord Stanley a mile high! <laughs> it's the old uh, 
going through puberty when your team so wins the step. They did it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Uh, we got a message from Jason, one of our Taz and Jim listeners. says, guys, did you hear something about someone dropping the Stanley Cup and denting it? Uh, yes, we did, actually. There is a, a video that we're posting on the Taz and Jim Facebook page right now. You got some audio there, Jim? It's not great. It's a guy recording a TV, but here it is live when they are doing the post game. So they've got the championship banner behind them. This is one of my favorite moments, Chris, in 1988. Wayne yep. the owners a little bit of a tumble. <laughs> a little bit of a tumble. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom corner of the cup got damaged as they were sliding in to take the team picture. Yeah. This guy is, uh, this is the keeper of the cup. You know the guy with the white gloves? Oh, yeah, for sure. He posted this on social media. Hey, guys, we're here at the Amelie Arena. The Avalanche just won the cup. I don't even know if they had it five minutes and there's a dent at the bottom already. <laughs> He's so disappointed. That's his one job to make sure it doesn't get destroyed Yeah. five minutes later. Good thing you're wearing those white gloves, though. <laughs> you wouldn't want to get any fingerprints on that thing. <laughs> it happens. It happens every year, every I think. Every year. Well, there's the Ooh, famous there's the famous story about uh, Mark Messier having to take the cup to an auto body repair shop after going out to a bunch of bars with the Stanley Cup when he won <laughs> with the Rangers. That one. Yeah, he took hoping it to a guy would bang it out. He, he, they did. So so they and he was hoping the NHL wouldn't find out about it. Is that the game plan? Uh, <laughs> it's like when your parents are away and you accidentally break their lamp throwing the football around the living room. Yeah, yeah. If we can just get some crazy glue and <laughs> put this thing back together before mom and dad get home, we'll be fine. And it's not even before mom and dad get home. It's, uh, you know, hopefully your sister has a party the next weekend and, and they don't notice it, it until then. So you yeah. hand it off to the next guy. He takes it for a day. So a little dent in the corner, but they'll, uh, they'll bang it out. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.